Welcome to Revitalize Your Relationship. You are listening to episode 61, Invest in Yourself. Hello there, lovers, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I have a very important topic slash kind of pep talk about the importance of investing in yourself. Now, I know some of you are going to roll your eyes because you know that it's important to invest in yourself. You have heard all about self-care and self-help and you know, yes, of course it's important. I should invest more time, more energy, perhaps more money into my own health and well-being. And yet, you're not doing it. So I'm going to be your coach today on this because I think this is one of the most important things that any human can do to have a more positive and powerful and meaningful life. And it's the one thing most humans really don't take seriously. Self-care, personal development, these are things that we think of intellectually as good for us and yet they never get scheduled on the calendar Or if they do, they are the first thing to get pushed aside when something else, even something nowhere near as important, comes up. As a parent of young children, I really get the struggle with the argument that there's not enough time for myself. I definitely indulged in that argument for many years. And one of the cool things that I have definitely gained from being a coach and and talking to people about all of this personal transformation work is that I have really started to see that the excuses people use, whether they're very compelling or they're kind of lame, (laughs) to not invest in themselves is usually the exact problem that is keeping them stuck where they are in their life. I'll give you an example of this. I had a consultation, uh, I guess a couple weeks ago, with someone who described her relationship as codependent and said she really wanted to do coaching and she thinks it would really help her break away from kind of the codependent vibe of, of her relationship with her husband. And, you know, it was time to really make a decision about whether to move forward or not and start coaching. She said, okay, well, I'm 100% in. I think this is going to be amazing, but I do need to go check with him first. And I was like, wait, what? You just told me you were in a codependent relationship. How does your brain think that that is going to be a good conversation? So I asked her, I said, well, what do you think he's going to say? And she said, oh, he's probably going to hate it. I think he thinks coaching is just like this woo-woo thing and it's not going to help and all this stuff. And I I said, well, then why would you ask him? (laughs) So it was just this really interesting moment where her true thought process, her her true decision-making process was so tied up with her partner that she wanted to, as we uncovered later, be able to get his approval of her decision Or if he said no, be able to blame him for the state of their relationship. She got real with me. So we kind of came to this understanding that her asking him was keeping her own sense of empowerment very low. She was not investing in herself 
just even making that decision by trying to defer the ultimate result to like his brain and his mind and his biases and likes and dislikes, which is very interesting. Another way people often do this is with money. We have a range in our life, a box of what we believe is an acceptable way to spend money and what is not. And usually this is totally fucked up. Like usually this is so backwards. People will not spend $100 to go get a massage, but they will spend thousands and thousands of dollars on flowers for their wedding. People will not want to part with their money to do something like therapy or relationship coaching. Uh, Like, you know what I do as a relationship coach, but they're willing to let their relationship fall apart and spend tens of thousands of dollars getting a divorce and splitting up their assets and all of that. Most of us have a very weird relationship with money. And I think that's also a product of culture. This is not um, meant to shame anyone. (laughs) I definitely have had a quite a journey about money over the last few years. My husband actually has this great story where he was talking about people will always pay for things that they think are really important. And his personal example is there was a time where he was working in a startup company and he had no money. He had maxed out his credit cards, everything he owned, all of his assets were tied up in the company. There was no way of getting them out. And a retreat with his teacher at the time came up and he really wanted to go on it. He knew that this retreat was going to be something that would positively influence his life and be transformative for him, but he literally could not get the money. So he decided to simply get creative because he knew that this was what he wanted to do and he sold his car. He sold his car to go on a meditation retreat. (laughs) Now I know a lot of us wouldn't do that, but I've had this come up in the past when I'm making a business investment, would I delay going on a vacation to do this investment? Yeah, I've done that. Would we put a renovation for our home aside in order to do something that's going to benefit our health and well-being? Yeah, we've done that. So I have no um, attachment when people tell me about the money situation because Because I know that if you put your brain to a creative space, you can definitely find ways to make the money to invest in yourself. And I really think you should. My husband's retreat experience that I just told you about, he said that retreat was so powerful. And it was powerful for him in part because he really had to put his money where his mouth was and sell his car. Like he really had to want it. And he was going on this retreat. He said he got every ounce that he possibly could out of that experience because it had cost him so much. It wasn't just like money sitting in a trust fund somewhere. He had to figure that out. He had to do something that was probably a little bit painful for him to do in order to do what was most important. So I always think about that example And I always tell people that investing in yourself financially does not have to be some grandiose thing. Getting a massage once a month does not have to break the bank. Doing a walk in the woods a couple of times a week does not cost anything. So you can really make sure you are investing in your health and well-being. It does not have to be something that's expensive. Um, It definitely can be, but 
you can decide and be creative and use that beautiful, brilliant brain to beautiful, brilliant brain. I love that to help you find creative ways of doing this for yourself. So we have covered support, getting support for the things you want to do. You can get creative about that. We've covered money. You can definitely get creative about how to make money. We live in this crazy time where it's possible to make money in so many amazing ways legally, <laughs> of course. The final one I think is, a, is has been tricky, definitely for me. It's one I sort of slip into now and then. Investing in yourself around time. This is such a big argument for all of my parents of young children out there. I know we all think we have no time. I definitely do sometimes. But time is one of those things that we all actually have the exact same amount every single day. And I know you've heard that kind of cliche before. But what I do with my clients around time is really take them to a place where we understand what your main priorities are. And I suggest you do this for yourself. You can list the three or four things that are the most important in your life that you want to spend the most time and energy doing in a day. And then you actually give yourself a time audit. You look at everything you are doing throughout the day. And I guarantee there's going to be things on that time audit that do not matter to you. There are things that you do out of habit, like maybe hours on Facebook or watching two hours of TV at night or reading some silly like magazine that you don't really care about. There are things that you're doing that could be better spent on investing in yourself, whether it's investing in a self-care modality, whether it is self-coaching, whether it is spending time with your family because that nourishes you. I think time is something we think is so finite and fixed, but you get to use it however you want. And when I'm working with people in the consultation process, this is often a big challenge for a lot of people is just thinking like, how am I going to find the time? We don't find the time. Time is just out there existing in our culture or in our society at least. And you do what you want with it. You do what you want with your time. And you know that this is one of the most precious things you've got. In a human life, your brain and time every day, these are the most important things. Money you can make. Money you can make more of. Um, support from someone else or approval from other people, I would not put too much effort into getting approval from anybody because you can't control what other people think, what they say, what they do. You can't control whether they're going to approve of you or not. But if you're committed to investing in yourself and you decide that you've got your own back, you deserve this, you want to do something that nourishes you on a regular basis and make that a priority, then you will find the time. You will find a creative way to get the money if it's something that costs money. And you will be willing to perhaps for a time sacrifice other people's approval. I remember uh, very recently within the last year, I went from being almost a full-time yoga teacher with a really healthy following online and a student base in person. And I left that job. I left that work to become a coach full-time. 
I lost a lot of approval from the people who just wanted me to teach them yoga. They were like, wait, you're doing relationship coaching? I'm not even in a relationship. How am I supposed to work with you? Are you going to still teach yoga classes? And I was like, I love you. I appreciate it. I 100% can coach you on anything, not just relationships. I can coach you on your whole life, (laughs) hence life coach. But no, I won't be teaching public yoga classes the way that I used to. And that disappointed some people. But my conviction, my knowing was the approval that I sought and it's the approval that I had. And even though I felt a little nervous about doing it, it was so the right thing. And now I think some of those people have actually come around to like see what I've created and are understanding maybe why I made that shift a little more. But even if they didn't, even if they don't, even if they like hate me for being a life coach who helps people with their relationships, that's totally okay with me. They are allowed to feel that way. And this is something that I want more and more people to experience. The freedom to let others believe what they believe, to feel the way that they feel, and not think that it's your job to change them. To not think that your partner is allowed to ask questions. They're allowed to maybe think you are being selfish for taking an hour a week to yourself. Maybe they're allowed to feel that way, but you don't feel that way and that is what matters. So all of this work starts with a decision to nourish yourself and make that a priority. A decision to invest in your health, your well-being, Whatever it looks like for you, if hearing me talk about this brings to mind something that you've wanted to do, but you've been putting it on the back burner for a while, or you've thought there just isn't enough time, or I just don't have the money, or you know I don't think my family will approve, this is just an invitation and a reminder to maybe open that back up. Open up that dream a little bit. And ask your brain to come up with some creative ways that you could make it happen. That is what I wanted to offer to you today. Obviously, it does not have to be coaching, but if you'd like it to be coaching, reach out to me. You can get in touch with me in the show notes. And I just hope that this little message today is the one you needed to hear in order to help you remember that You cannot do amazing things in the world if you're not willing to invest in the whole person that you are. If you are depleted, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you're fighting all the time with your spouse, you're feeling like your own dreams and desires have been squashed down, you just need to cut that out. You need to put your desires back on the map and start to get creative about how you're going to find a way forward. I am wishing you a beautiful week and a beautiful relationship. I will talk to you again soon. Take care.